there. Hi there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's how I'm opening it. Hey there. Hi hey, there. Hey, 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 young lady. Hey. Hey there, young lady. <laughs> Would you be so kind as to vote for us in Cult MTL's annual survey for the best of Montreal? We want to be the best podcast this year. Getting visibility makes a really big difference. We're trying to get plugged into the local scene in Montreal, and it's happening a little at a time, but winning or even placing in the Cult MTL podcast list would do a lot for us. All you have to do is go fill out the survey and add us as your top podcast. (laughs) I think you have to fill in a few other categories in order. You can't just fill in one category, but you know put in whatever you want here are some suggestions all right because you do need to have filled out at least 25 of the uh categories in order to have your ballot count and i realize that's a lot so let's go through it real quick hottest montrealer trana wintour best dressed montrealer trana wintour coolest montreal company i don't know put in cla athletics they deserve a little shout out best sports personality i think julian mckenzie still counts yeah uh tackiest personality you could always throw some shade at our mayor valerie plant uh, <laughs> just may or just say tom <laughs> yeah you know you you could put my name for any of the people in here except like politicians but like best weirdo i'm a weirdo put me in there most urgent political social cause i mean that's worldwide defund the police yeah frankly uh best politician there's a guy named balarama holness he's cool he's cool uh you can put jugmate singh you he's put, not a montreal politician but he's he counts does he count he counts he's not I'm a montreal sure. politician for the slimiest politician once again you can throw some shade at our mayor valerie plot or i mean come on there's also there's always there's always frankie legs it's true old frankie, legos. old frankie legos uh for the most heinous scandal uh i don't actually know I'm like uh <laughs> maybe the part where they cut the stm's budget and then gave it to the police yeah that's true police budgeting is a yep. heinous scandal. It's a handis- heinous scandal uh, uh top cafe i'm a big fan of milk hell yeah uh, local cafe locally run locally that's started it. for best neighborhood you could do ndg that's where we live for the best park you could also write ndg that's the name of a park uh for the best place to have public sex you could write ndg park (laughs) that's three categories (laughs) one after the other Uh, let's see number 18 best tourist attraction um you could say the giant ring they inexplicably installed it's true they built a giant ring but i would honestly say orange julep the orange julep is beautiful yeah uh for the best instagram spot you could probably also say the orange julep people take photos there all the time the sun sets near it and rises also presumably uh, for the best metro station why not do Namur it's the one that the orange julep is at <laughs> for the best radio station hit Shom 97.7 for classic rock hits that's what I grew up listening to uh, for the best radio show uh, Little Steven's Underground Garage if you're a fan of the Sopranos it's Steven Van Zandt is the host <laughs> for the best radio host <laughs> again you could do Steven Van Zandt if you wanted to uh, best podcast that's us number 24 best podcast please write in no bad food that's the most important part here folks. I know we want to share we want to share the glory with little Steven (laughs) and finally if you really want to you can put in pasta casareccia as best Italian restaurant because who boy do they deserve it it's true for basically we want to see NDG dominate that's the thing we need we need it you know best TV personality you could put Julian McKenzie friend of the show he's a newscaster too so best newscaster uh if you want to do he's not anymore well, I don't know. He was lo- not he was. long ago. Sure, just vote Julian. <laughs> just That's vote fine. for Julian. Cool. We love him. Best website, you can just say called MTL. They'll like it. Best Twitter, uh, FNO, F-no MTL. Montreal. Yeah, yeah that's F- it. FNO MTL, yes. Same with Instagram. Uh, I don't know if we're on TikTok. I don't really know Montreal TikTok. Best OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tra- Trana's on TikTok. Just say Trana Tra- Yeah, Trana Wintour is on TikTok. That's it. Spoilers. You're going to hear her on next week's episode. She's great. Yep. Uh, best OnlyFans. Uh, just as a joke, you could also put uh, me. <laughs> uh, best bartender. I don't know. I don't go to bars. I'm a drunk. Uh, let's see. We got a best uh, best wine bar. Uh, right entre deux. My friends over there. They're nice guys. They have a good, a good little place. I don't go to it because it's a wine bar. And once again, I cannot drink, but it's a good place. Best LGBT bar. What's the one that you go to sometimes? Elsa's. Elsa's? Yeah. There you go. Best burlesque performer. Rosie Bourgeoisie. There you go. Rosie Bourgeoisie. For best drug, you can just put in your favorite drug. You can just put in no bad food pod. Put Ooh, we're a, we're a drug. Uh-huh. That's right, baby. We are a drug. For the best band, write in Ragers. For the best hip hop act, write in Ragers. For the best club DJ, write Billy F slash Adam Van Halen, because we love DJ mm-hmm. Billy. 
<laughs> we love DJ I'm Billy. I'm pretty sure his DJ is out of Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best. I really think we've passed 25 I now. know, but you know, maybe people want help. Maybe I people think this, want help. I think this is no longer than the rest of our episodes. Well, you know what? That is more than okay. Listen, folks, do your best. Uh, vote out there. Make sure that you vote for us, especially. Please, please, please uh, put us in there. Please. We would really like to win this one. We need the help. We need If I see another fucking high budget telecom company win best podcast i'm gonna poop on them that's my pledge to you i'll be your next mayor what you don't like me making that kind of commitment on the air uh anyway (laughs) no maybe you make commitments you don't keep all the time on air wow all right (laughs) let's get married all right let's here's zach ingles with music I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tevra Jamian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. When we're talking about food, it is always important to think about ways that we can be good stewards of the land mm-hmm. that we live on. And uh, I think that kind of plays a little bit into our matchups today. If you think about uh, <laughs> one, right. of, one of the ones, well, I've, I've been thinking about it because one of the matchups that we're looking at today on Munch Madness includes berries, a category that is as of the land as humanly possible. Except in my mind. possibly honey. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. sure. Uh, are you revealing who you would vote for in these two matchups a little bit there? Uh, you know what? Let's let's wait and see. Let's wait um, and see. Now, people, as you may have gathered, it's that special time of year again. It is indeed. Again, it's that special time of year again where 16 foods go head-to-head in intense matchups while we call up our special guest judges to help us decide which food gets crowned food of the year baby it's exciting the winning food gets to brag to all the other food about how good it is uh it gets a guaranteed spot in next year's champions bracket Ooh, yeah and of course a whole lot of extra content dedicated to it for the rest of our 2023 season this is munch madness so you gave the people a little taste of what's coming. Ooh, a tasty you see teaser. what I did there? Yeah, a sweet little, little taste. A little sample. Yeah. You had a little toothpick and a little plate, and you walked around saying, you want to try a sample of this episode? And people were like, oh, yeah, I'll try that. Would you like an hors d'oeuvre today, a tapas? I'll give oh, you I one. was thinking about the like guys in the mall who like hand out pieces of chicken teriyaki. On toothpaste. Maybe that's just a Boston thing. That's a horrifying concept no, to me. No, it's delicious. Mall teriyaki sticks. <laughs> I'll pass. It's really good teriyaki, though. <laughs> I, I'd believe it. So. Yeah. Speaking of teriyaki and chicken in the mall, our first matchup today is the host's choice bracket. Chicken versus berries, mine versus yours. How are you feeling? I mean, you know, I'm voting for berries all the way, but but I don't know because proteins tend to do well. Um, and specifically meat tends to do well in this competition. Yeah. Uh, I kind of took a swing with berries because I do think that they are a beloved snack and that they cover a lot of really loved food groups. Yeah. Um, you know, there's really a berry for everybody is my belief. But, you know, it really depends because some people some people are loyal to chicken. It's true. So, I mean, I'm hoping berries will make it through mostly because I think it would be extremely fun to do a year of berry content. I gots to be loyal to my pollo. <laughs> <laughs> God. Like, I mean, if if berries win this, 
we could literally do an entire year of berries. Yeah. We could do no other content for the rest of the year easily. It's crazy. Because there are so many varieties of berry and there are so many delicious things you can do with them. So for me, that's what's exciting for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really the angle I'm t- coming at this from. I do also, I would give up chicken before I would give up berries. Sure. A hundred percent, a thousand percent. But it's also just like, because I am a producer on this show, berries sounds more interesting to me than chicken. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that on a deep level. I uh, I put chicken into this competition, right? Chicken yeah. is one of my noms. And I can take it out. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I, as soon as, as soon as I saw it was chicken versus berries, I was like, okay, like, I know. I would get the bragging rights if chicken won, but I kind of would rather see berries take it. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) I mean, I'll be really excited if berries wins. Me too. Because I think I've been kind of thinking, like, chicken is kind of a big man in the pond. Mm. There's kind of a big chicken in the pond. There's a a big chicken in the pond. Get that chicken out of the Uh, pond. Get that chicken out of the pond. Chicken don't swim. (laughs) Do chickens swim? If not, they swim with the fishes. Because <laughs> Berries is going to drown it. We'll the see. next matchup, speaking of drowning, uh, the next matchup is two liquids I wouldn't want to drown in. It's our People's <laughs> Choice Division hot sauce versus honey. Would you rather drown in hot sauce or honey? Well, I think you'll see I get into it with one of our oh, guest okay. judges in okay. this one. Um, I would rather drown in honey only because I think that if I were to get out of the honey, it wouldn't have a lasting effect on my skin in the way that drowning in hot sauce would. Honey is actually very good for your skin. It's a yeah. humectant. Whereas hot sauce is an irritant. Yeah. Would, yeah I'd feel really bad after. You would. I think I'd be more likely to die drowning in hot sauce yes. than I would drowning in honey. I think so because you'd probably have a reaction to having that irritant. That's the thing. So, uh, but that's not actually the competition we're talking about. It's not? Um, who do you want to see uh, go forward between hot sauce and honey? This is hard for me. I think... Honey has a better chance of going to the end. Really? Than hot sauce does. I do. Okay. I do. Because I think that the people who love honey have been really vocal about it mm. in a way that the people who love hot sauce just haven't. Fair enough. I feel like we're talking to the wrong people then because there are some people who are vocal about hot sauce. The thing is, I think a lot of the people who are vocal about hot sauce recognize the beauty and power of honey Mm. and the potential of honey to make hot sauces. Yeah, honey is really like the earth goddess, you know? Well, it's it's one of those things where hot sauce can have honey in it sometimes. Yeah. And that's real nice. True. And people who like a good hot sauce... Know appreciate that. a good honey that's the thing mm-hmm. that's that's what mm-hmm. i think is going to be the mm-hmm. kicker here but we'll see we'll see we'll see yeah i feel like i mean i lean honey in this one just because it's it's kind of wholesome sure and i like the idea of like having a wholesome final bracket sure like sure. there's something nice about being like oh yeah we're doing berries and honey <laughs> like nice. we're just having a nice like berries and honey and bread kind of day i'm just assuming this bracket like that you know that's a meal i would enjoy yeah um and i feel like i like the idea so okay i may be slightly biased also because i used to work in a spice shop A beautiful shop. They didn't pay me, which was too bad. Uh, But I really loved everything else about it. And there were chili bros who would come in. Yeah. And the people, I mean, we sold beautiful chilies. And I like, I love chilies. And I love what you can do with them. But the people who like hot sauce and are really into hot sauce... Uh, I'm sure our listeners are excluded from this, um, but just like the customers who would come in really caring about chilies would be the most obnoxious customers. Sure. And you have to bear in mind that we had people coming in like asking if I had crabgrass because they thought it would cure their cancer. Like it was like a hard, there was a hard battle for, for, you know, most difficult customer at this shop. And uh, the Chili Bros definitely won. So I have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about hot sauce. And it's not hot sauce's fault. No, of course. Like, hot sauce is great. But I think, unfortunately, hot sauce has been gentrified. Yeah. (laughs) And... It's not... It's not the condiment's fault. No. But it leaves... It, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> and I know, I know, honey has also been uh, gentrified, but I have not ever dealt directly with the honey gentrifiers. Sure. So I'm just, I'm just announcing this as my own bias and not actually as a judgment call. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And, and I mean, you know, if something leaves a bad taste in your mouth, then can it possibly be food of the year? Can it? <laughs> uh, speaking of canning it, let's shut the hell up and let our judges do some talking, huh? Let's get to the first let's do matchup. It. Let's do it. 
All right, everybody, our first guest judge here on this first quarterfinals episode of Munch Madness 2023, that's it, folks, we're into the second half, is none other than Matt Cole, one of the co-hosts of Debate This, a video game and comic book podcast that dares to ask the questions about video games and comic books that nobody else has the balls to ask, like uh, which Street Fighter character would do the best on Guy's Grocery Games, or which Pokemon would you most like to uh, put in a salad. Matt, thanks for joining us. I was really scared what that last verb was going to be. I was really nervous about what you were going to do with that Pokemon. Hey, now, let's not go blue here. This is a food podcast. (laughs) The answer is Gardevoir. You, You know what? The answer is Gardevoir. Something, something tossed salads. Matt, are you ready to judge some munch? Oh, baby, I'm ready to judge munch. So we're here in the quarterfinals. Very exciting stuff. All of these foods won their first round matchups. And interestingly, all of our divisions have come down to the first and second seed. Interesting. Yeah. No major upsets in the first round this year. Uh, With the exception of the host choice division, which doesn't really have seeding because it's, you know, Tefer and I each pick two, uh, where it is actually both of our second pick that made it. Cool. Yeah. interesting but everything else is numbers one and two so you know it's a real tournament of champions this year yeah i mean i guess that says something about your seating right like it kind of legitimizes the way you seated the tournament because Ooh. in theory one and two should always be the ones that move on i'd like you to say that again please the thing about my seating being legitimate i need to hear that more often yeah you're welcome i mean i'm, I'm serious like that's oh i just hit a spring in my no- my room and it made a weird noise anyway like every time there's a big tournament like this be it mark madness or the much much more illustrious munch madness thank you, whatever thank you. it may be you want the top seeds to qualify sure the drama comes from the major upsets but at the same time there is also drama in the eight best things have made it on to the next round and so what we're watching isn't some sort of cinderella run that's going to get snuffed out at the last minute when we care the most it is a slugfest of the most highly rated foods or you know basketball teams if you're into that sort of thing sure yeah exactly that's it it's like i'm going to be much more excited to see pasta and rice go head to head next week than I would have been to see like olives and salsa. Boy, I'm glad I'm not on the pasta and rice one. That would have, wow. What is, oh, that's a, that is a moral question that mm-hmm. I choose not to ponder. Yeah, I'm really glad. Like next week, people are going to be voting between pasta and rice and coffee and bread. And like all the best to those, to those judges, because that's going to be a hard one. But you've got the easy yeah, ones those, today. Those are the four tenets of humanity, except <laughs> coffee. I don't like coffee, but I'm not voting on that, so it's not important. There you go. Matt, are you ready? Oh, I'm so ready. All right. So first up, we have our host choice division. One of my picks against one of Tefra's picks, chicken versus berries. Who's your pick here and why? So I honestly think this is the hardest one in the bracket for me to judge of what's left. I mean, even... You know, between pasta and rice, I think I would be quicker to answer than chicken and berries because I really love them both. Sure. Like, I think chicken is probably my favorite protein. If not, it's number two. It's certainly up there. And also, I love fruit. And all of my favorite fruits are berries. Mm. I thought about this one more than I think I've thought about any other Munch Madness team up (laughs) or excuse me, bracket that I've judged. And I have decided that my word as my word is law is that berries get my vote and berries are better than chicken. Whoa, I'm not going to lie to you, Matt. That's not the answer I expected from you. And that's very exciting to me. Is it? very exciting it's very exciting i love that i i had pegged you as a chicken guy through and through and uh honestly like 
I've been saying this matchup, like the only reason that I'm invested in chicken winning is because it's my pick. But I too would be totally fine with berries going forward and and winning this thing. So uh, yeah, I get it. Berries are just really good. Berries are really good. And let me tell you my logic here. Cause sure. I, I thought about this like an awful lot. I love chicken. I love chicken in basically all forms. You know, like wings are easily one of my favorite foods. But if you think about these two things separately, I think it's only fair to think about the two of them together. Mm. And I'll tell you what, Tom, I've had some chicken that's been drastically improved by the presence of berries. Mm. You know, whether it's like a, a a nice raspberry balsamic reduction on a piece of grilled chicken, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or, you know, if we're going to get really fucked up about it, <laughs> tomatoes are a berry. Yeah. And ketchup on chicken is objectively the best. So I have had a lot of chicken improved by berries. Never once in my life have I had a berry improved by chicken. Sure. And I think that the versatility of berries is quite frankly just better than the versatility of chicken. Sure. So there it is. My my flag's in the ground, the berry ground. I plant my flag amongst these berries chicken's basic shit get it out of here sure yeah yeah i mean i will say like of all the the animal proteins to make it far in the tournament chicken's not the one that's the most exciting yeah yeah for sure i i love chicken and i think part of the reason i love chicken is because it's only ever chicken yeah you know (laughs) it chicken is very it goes with other flavors very well Mm -hmm. but it doesn't take on its own flavor very easily you know what i mean yeah yeah that's it it's it's great at being a conduit for other flavors and it's great at being protein that's like relatively easy to cook properly you know yes a thousand percent like i am not here to say that chicken is bad chicken is amazing yeah i just think berries are better sure yeah well that's it right and it's like that's why i've been saying like Chicken was my pick because I wanted to see an animal protein, at least a couple of animal proteins in this tournament. And I was hoping that one would go further than this, but like, eh, you know, whatever. I'm more hyped about berries, frankly. And and I feel like between the two, berries is the one that actually has a shot at winning this thing. And chicken is the one that has a shot at getting to like the semis or, the, or even the finale and then just getting destroyed by someone else. Yeah, exactly. And the things that make chicken great are at the end of the day, the things that I think eliminate it from this bracket, because at the end of the day, every picky eaters go to is chicken tenders. And not that that's bad. I'm not here to judge anybody who prefers chicken tenders over anything else, but chicken is a very basic, bland, standard, safe food. And I'm not here for safe. I want to get dangerous. I want to get dangerous this March. Hell yeah. You want to live on the edge. I do. The edge of Barry. I think this one's coming out in April for what it's worth. Does that change anything about your your desire for danger? Nah, you can't spill danger without the A in April. It's true. And who's more dangerous really than April O'Neil, friend of the Ninja Turtles? God, valid point, Tom. Incredible pull. There you go. There you go. She likes to live life on the edge, and so do you with your berries. (laughs) All right. Well, that's really exciting. Oh, man, that's not what I was expecting here. Okay. You want to potentially blow my mind a second time? Are we ready for this? I sure do, Tom. I ate like four different versions of a deep fried lasagna sandwich today. Uh, So if I sound like I am straining to continue existing as a person that's why hey that means that you made an internal lasagna out of deep fried lasagna they were all really good you're gonna poop in layers i i've been pooping in layers and that's all i'm gonna (laughs) say about that matt (laughs) the second quarterfinal round here on munch madness 2023 is the people's choice division this means that these are the foods that the people voted in from a variety of options 
based on things we covered on the show in 2022. Uh, And that is our first seed honey versus our second seed hot sauce. Who's your pick here and why? Tom. Yeah. The gall that anyone has to believe that honey is in any way superior to hot sauce disgusts me. (laughs) I am here to preach the good word of spicy sauce and I vote for hot sauce and I just today, day of recording, listened to the episode where Giovanni said no human being would drink a cup of hot sauce and i say back to you giovanni palantonio left trigger right trigger maybe no weak human being would drink a cup full of hot sauce hot sauce is is strong and if you're too weak to drink a cup of hot sauce that shit's not on you hot sauce is better than honey for the same reason that berries are better than chicken it's that hot honey is my favorite kind of honey Mm -hmm. and honey hot sauce isn't my favorite kind of hot sauce so hot sauce all the way yeah i mean fair enough this is this is you did not surprise me twice in a row because i i figured you would vote for hot sauce you seem like more of a hot sauce guy yeah i mean i I think i'm there with you i love i love honey in theory but in practice hot sauce all the way for me you know yeah and i okay let's call it what it is like i am a slightly overweight bearded, cishet white man from the Midwest. I am biologically programmed (laughs) to prefer hot sauce. It's just how I am. Sure. I didn't choose to be, to quote prolific American artist Lady Gaga, baby, I was born this way. (laughs) To quote prolific artist Lady Gaga, I didn't choose to be a cishet white man from the Midwest. Hey, you know, I didn't. I didn't. Technically, I'm not even from the Mid. Well, no, I am from the Midwest. I don't need to get into my family genealogy here. But I will say that I came around on hot sauce pretty late in life. Mm. I was a real wimpy eater through like, you know, middle school, early high school. And it was kind of like right at the end of high school, honestly brought on largely by YouTube channels like Epic Mealtime that I kind of started to like push my food boundaries a little bit and get into like the weirder stuff. And, you know, I credit, honestly, not to pull back and, and give chicken a plus one, but... I credit a lot of my love for hot sauce to like wings and going to different restaurants and trying different wings and pushing the, the hot meter higher and higher and higher. But when I got to college, I very quickly got hooked on hot sauce and now I'm a Frank red hot. I'm a Frank's red hot slut. I'm just a slut for Frank's red hot, man. (laughs) Frank can put his red hot wherever he wants. I'm here. I'm into it. I want it in my mouth. Sure. So, yeah, you know, I I love hot sauce now. And I think often about how my life could have been improved had I only started eating hot sauce earlier in it. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. There was a period in my life and like longtime friends and, and consumers of my content will know that God, literally 10 years ago now, uh, I made YouTube videos with a friend of the show, Julian McKenzie, and uh, a few of our other pals, uh, where we would eat hot peppers and answer audience-submitted questions live on camera, like a low-budget, worse version of Hot Ones, basically, uh, many moons ago. And like that kind of ruined spicy things for me for a little while. Um, but over the past few years, I've been kind of reintroducing like heat for heat's sake into my life in, in kind of moderate measured ways again. And like now I love a good hot sauce and like, I love, I love to taste the hot sauce and like think about what I'm tasting a little bit in the process. Like it's made me more, it's made me more mindful of the way that I interact with spice, if that makes sense. And I, uh, I really, I, I value that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that totally makes sense. When I was growing up, hot sauce, you know, being, I, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania, kind of in the sticks. And so hot sauce was just sort of another condiment. And it was basically like it was, it was sriracha or it was Frank's 
um, or it was Tabasco. And those were like, those were the only three hot sauces that God made in Western Pennsylvania. Right. And I didn't really like it because I just preferred ketchup. And I was like, if I'm going to put a condiment on my food, I, I just want it to be ketchup. Sure. And then when I got to college and started experimenting with different foods a little bit more and, and sort of expanding my palate, I started to realize the times when I like craved heat. Right. And I, mm. I wanted, I wanted hot sauce, not as a condiment, but as an addition to the flavor profile of whatever dish that I was eating. Yeah. And I think a lot of that too comes from like when I started to eat more international food, sure. like all cishet white men in the Midwest that started with Mexican food. But then as I moved on to, you know, like, Lebanese food or Indian food or um, like Korean food. Not that gochujang is necessarily hot sauce, but starting to identify like, no, I want heat for heat's sake here because that's the way that I want to taste these flavors. But that's not the condiment that I am using to disguise the food that I'm eating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's using it as a way to build flavor as opposed to just like using it as something to dip French fries in. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that said, like, oh, fuck me up, Nashville hot chicken. Oh, I love <laughs> Nashville hot chicken. Um, which, interestingly enough, if you're making it right, requires both chicken and honey, the two things that I didn't vote for today. But... Um, I really love Nashville hot chicken and Nashville hot chicken is one of those things that like, you know, it's often sold on a scale of one to five mm-hmm. and I often get like a four or five and I hate myself for the next 48 hours. I'm like, I've done this to me. Yeah. I made this choice, but that's how I wanted the food to taste. Right. The spice is so good. I crave it. Well, that's it, right? Like spice rhymes with nice for a reason, you know? It sure do. What I find interesting about Nashville hot chicken is that it's it's not usually actually hot sauce, right? It's like it's like fried in oil that is like literally like hot oil and like it's breaded in hot and it's like oh, I guess that Maybe there is a, a hot sauce bath that it like goes into right after the frying, isn't there? Yeah, I I will say if you're doing Nashville hot the way that I think it should be done or the way that I prefer it to be done, like you are basically creating a hot sauce by blooming a ton of spice in oil. Yeah. Um, and then you're not necessarily like ladling that oil onto your chicken to you know sauce it up but you are certainly coating your chicken whether it's like with a dip and flip or you're putting a little bit on the bun or whatever but i think of nashville hot chicken as something that like you often eat with ranch so the hot sauce of nashville hot chicken isn't the condiment it's the flavor Mm. and then like ranch or something else is the condiment you know right yeah yeah exactly that's it have i ever told you about the uh the quebec hot chicken do you know no about this? but i'm curious oh man so do yourself a favor um you know what a nashville hot chicken sandwich looks like now i'd like you to google quebec hot chicken sandwich all right you give me a second i'm on my phone here so this might get a little wonky that's okay um, i'm excited to see a react like a google image search you know yeah oh today i learned i can't spell quebec um Hey, what the fuck are those peas doing on there? Yeah. What's happening here? Yeah. Um, this is, this, that's not what this is. Yeah. That isn't this. No. So where I'm from, like where I'm actually from in Illinois, where I was born, we would call that a horseshoe. That's not a hot chicken sandwich. That's a horseshoe. Okay. Yeah. For those unfamiliar, the Quebec hot chicken sandwich is a sandwich with, uh, usually like breast meat, but sometimes, you know, mixed chicken meat soaked in gravy and topped with green peas um it's an abomination it's not a sandwich it's delicious i will say that but uh given the choice between this and a nashville hot chicken sandwich i i gotta go nashville all the way oh yeah i mean this looks good like i would absolutely eat this but not a hot chicken sandwich no i was ordering from a restaurant i'd never ordered from before and uh, they didn't have pictures on their menu. And they had 
no burgers on their menu or anything, but they did in the sandwich section have something called hot hamburger. And so I was like, I was like, hell yeah. All right. Sounds better than a cold hamburger. Let's do it. And I ordered the hot hamburger and Matt, it was, it was like someone took a hot chicken, a Quebec hot chicken sandwich, removed the bread and replaced the chicken with a hamburger patty and then just threw it in a takeout container it was it was a hamburger patty soaked in gravy with green peas on top that's really weird it was awful it was really upsetting and really not tasty and uh i never ordered from them again can you do me a favor and can you do a quick google image search of uh this exact query which is central illinois horseshoe so this is like i mean it's it's obviously different than the quebec hot chicken sandwich honestly it's like a little bit closer to poutine but where i'm from from in central illinois they do these things called horseshoes and it's basically just like an open face sandwich with fries and cheese um i don't hate this yeah that there hot burger you got sounds a lot like one of these but see, this looks good to me, and the hot burger was bad. But maybe it was just a bad place, and the hot burger was not the problem, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe, but it sure sounds like it was the problem. Yeah, yeah. I would be willing to believe it's a little of column A, a little of column B. Because I do think, like, I don't know, hamburger patty and gravy? Great. Gravy and green peas? Great. Ground beef and green peas? Sure. So, like, to me, like, that combo should work, and it didn't. Yeah. I think, you know, but also definitely a little bit of the, like, expecting a burger and getting that definitely colored the experience. Yeah, that'll throw you off. That'll throw you off for sure. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. All right, well, Matt, thank you for uh, being our first judge in the quarterfinals. Um, Between berries and hot sauce, which one would you rather see move forward to the semis? Uh, honestly, berries. I think it's more interesting, and I feel a little bit more passionate about that answer, to be honest with you. Sure, fair enough. The next time that they might go against each other would be the finale. Oh, that would be tight. Berries versus hot sauce would be a dope finale, dude. We'll see. Pasta versus rice is coming up next week, right? So, like... (laughs) That's heavy hitters division for sure. We'll see. All right. Well, before I let you go, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want people to check out? Uh, sure. Yeah, you can head over to wherever you get your podcasts and search for Debate This, and we'll come up, and you can listen to it. And if you like it, that's awesome. And if you don't like it, that's okay, too. We are a comic book and video game comedy podcast that answers the questions that no one is asking. And depending on when this episode comes out, which Tom mentioned earlier would likely be in April, we are probably about to release the recording of our first ever live show. And uh, I'm really excited about it. We haven't done the live show yet at time of recording this here episode of No Bad Food, but by the time it hits your internet ears, it'll probably be out there, and I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. So check that out. Again, it's Debate This, wherever you get your podcasts or on social media at debatethiscast.com. And if you just want more of me, would like, why would you? But if you're into that sort of thing, I'm all social media at MC underscore DJ underscore MC. Perfect. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Mama Mia Pizzeria, Matt Cole really just uh, threw me for a loop there. I was not expecting him to vote the way that he voted uh, on the chicken versus berries. I was expecting him to vote hot sauce mm-hmm. but I, I wasn't expecting you him didn't to vote see berries him, you didn't see him joining us on the berry train i didn't think he would I didn't choo think he choo would. the berry train is leaving the station and matt cole's driving it that's the thing because matt is one of those guys who like me is often on the side of the thing that lends itself well to fast food mm-hmm. he's a fast food guy like mm-hmm. i am and so i wasn't expecting him to be so on board with berries compared to chicken but you know so am i so i guess i should have maybe seen it coming i don't know yeah i mean berries berries are a, are a fan favorite berries yeah. are a beautiful thing That's um it. they're soft and juicy they're very uh, beautiful but let's see let's see Let, we'll we'll see how it goes we'll yeah. see how it goes now hot sauce i'm not surprised yeah, that it went that way yeah uh, i'm not saying matt cole is a hot sauce bro but you know he did vote that way yeah yeah, yeah. that's it i think i think matt would probably be okay with being labeled a hot sauce bro okay he's a spicy boy
Okay. You spicy boy, Matt? Spicy Matt Cool. Is he, is he spicy or is he sweet? He's oh, spicy, he's folks. Sweet and spicy, baby. Sweet and spicy. So if you're enjoying the spicy content so far, make sure to be sweet and hit subscribe <gasps> on whatever platform you're listening on so you never miss a new episode. Oh, yeah. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. Maybe a friend who is sweet and spicy i beat that dead horse you, you did for every for- <laughs> new rating review we get during the month of april we'll be donating two dollars to the depot our local food bank here in ndg they can turn every one dollar into three dollars worth of food for a family in need so by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating review of the show you're functionally donating six dollars worth of food to people who need it there's literally no other way to turn zero into six so if that math is exciting for you go do it you can read all about what the depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode i was remembering something about somebody turning zero into six who turned zero into six this was a monkey d luffy this was a it was a thing it was a thing on it was was on one piece it was frankie frankie turned zero into six frankie turned zero into five and six five and six it's important it's a distinction okay i stand by our copy unless you're frankie yeah i have never i did not write this copy i have never stood by this copy you know it would be super is if you guys uh helped us out by joining our patreon We're still trying to grow our Patreon to reach our $50 a month goal. When we get there, we'll be launching our No Bad Food Recipe Club, where every month we're going to post new recipes for you to try out and share with your friends and family. So if you're not already a member, or if you are a member and you want to increase your donation, that also works. It does. It helps. Yeah, you can go to No Bad Food Pod on Patreon today. Patreon.com slash No Bad Food Pod. That's the URL. Hooray. Yay. All right. Let's find out how DJ votes. Let's see if DJ Silvis votes the same way that Matt did or different. So our second guest judge on this episode of No Bad Food Munch Madness 2023's quarterfinals, say that two times fast, is DJ <laughs> Silvis, the creator of Moonbase Theta Out and Monkey Tales, raconteur, person about town, and all around good folk to know. DJ, thank you so much for being a guest judge this week. Oh, thank you for asking me. I am by no means an expert at the subject at all, but I do like food. I mean, I think if you if you eat food and you like food, that's enough of an expertise to to judge a food competition, you know. <laughs> are you ready? Are you are you are you feeling uh, you're feeling good? Oh, I'm I'm ready. I'm pumped. You you <laughs> gave me the subjects ahead of time and everything. I did my research. I did my thinking about it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so I'll remind folks at home: the criteria here are whatever the judge deems the criteria to be. So you know these things can be <laughs> based on entirely on personal preference. They can be based on like what people think is more important globally what things are more important culturally they can also just be this is yummy this is gross to me like those those are all equally valid reasons to uh to vote for things so let's yeah uh, we'll get a little bit into my justification so (laughs) perfect all right our first matchup here on munch madness from our host choice division chicken versus berries so what are you thinking what what's your uh where are you at with this one? So I did want to like start out with, I th- well, I was trying to start out with a justification because I was trying to start out thinking, okay, how am I going to compare these things? Because obviously like this one in particular is a pretty wide like comparison. Sure. Trying to put those up against each other. So I was trying to think about this as which I would miss most from the world or which I think would like cause the most, you know, psychic damage if it disappeared <laughs> from the world. Sure. Yeah. But I also feel like I should mention that I have a troubling history with chicken. Okay. Not that not not that like a chicken killed like killed my father or something. Sure. But um We don't have the same backstory. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was a kid, like um chicken was like one of those foods that I absolutely hated and it was because I don't like like I don't like the bones, I don't like the fat. I have a problem with like fatty meat. But um so I spent quite a few time, quite a few nights, like sitting in front of a plate of like chicken and green beans. I hated green beans too, and um, my parents were of the you know sort who were like, "You have to stay at the table until you eat your dinner." So, oh yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a troubling history, but I've kind of gotten over that. I mean, without chicken, there would be no Popeyes. Without chicken, there would be no you know chicken pot pie. These are all like important things. Sure, but 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 so I was trying to think about it as like. Which one, if it suddenly vanished, would cause me more or cause like the world more damage, really? Because I feel like without chicken, you've got other poultry, you've got other um, like proteins that can that can easily make up the like difference in pretty much any dish that you have chicken in. Sure, you can have chicken fr- chicken fried steak instead of actual chicken fried chicken. You can have like 
beef pot pie or some other quarter pot kind of like vegetable pot pie instead of um, chicken pot pie. But berries are a lot different. And berries, of course, too, when you start like looking into it, because I was like, oh, hey, maybe I'll Google berries. And um, like all these things that like you don't think about are botanically considered berries, like grapes and watermelon and cucumber and chili peppers are considered berries. Wait, really? Yes, they are, actually. I didn't know that one. Whoa. So so that makes it a lot more difficult, too. So I think plus plus there's the fact that like i said i have like the like a troubled history with chicken whereas i have a very positive history with berries i can't imagine not having jam i can't imagine not having strawberry rhubarb pie which is probably my favorite dessert in the history of the world so yeah i think i have to come down on the side of berries i think i just have to sure yeah i mean i understand that it's it's tricky right because like yeah chicken's great but like berries yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Because I. Because I can see. I can see where. Like, if chicken had never. If chickens had never existed. Like, we would have picked out some other um, poultry and like gone more wholesale into like using it in its place, like sure. turkey or goose or whatever. Yeah. But without berries, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly it, right? It's like it's it's the broadness of berries, and and people have been calling this since berries was first announced as a competitor. People have been saying like berries is so broad that it's like guaranteed going to go fairly far in the tournament because like, yeah, how can it not, right? But like, yeah, I think I I completely agree. Like, you know, berries would be missed and chicken would yeah. be replaced. And like, and that, it's the foraging yeah. thing too. Like, I mean, mm. just again, so many like good memories as a child of just like wandering through the woods and just finding like wild blackberries. And of course, you always say that you're going to take some home, and you never do. Sure, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And my uh, my grandma at one point lived in a little apartment just off the back of a post office in like coastal British Columbia, and there was a little, you know patch of blackberry bushes across the parking lot from the post office and so we would go over there nice. and scavenge a little bit once in a while it was great <laughs> i mean i guess it's also like in theory berries can be more dangerous too but <laughs> like i mean there are definitely berries that are poisonous there aren't chicken that are like poisonous unless you don't prepare them properly sure but i mean but i think it's still i, I do I, i'm still i'm still <laughs> taking on the side of the berries i'm just saying that like I don't that know. is something that comes into it as well. Yeah, I, I would argue that, like, chickens are more dangerous than berries because not only can an unproperly cooked chicken kill you, a live chicken could also kill you. That's true, I guess. And, like, we don't get sentient berries, really. Anyway, you want to know something cool? Yeah. Uh, the other guest also voted for berries, so chicken is officially nice. eliminated from the competition. Oh, bye, chicken. Bye, chicken. Buck buck, maybe next year. <laughs> and uh Berries has a unanimous win, making Berries the uh semifinalist coming out of the host choice division. Nice. Am I a little sad because chicken was my last remaining contender? Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> contender. Chicken contenders. Yeah. But <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think Berries is the the front runner in that division, so I'm happy to be right about that and to see it go forward. I think it's fair. <laughs> and right. again, strawberry rhubarb pie. Oh I god, to, yeah. You know, finish on that. Oh my god. I like I need I need to like fill my body with berries this weekend, I think. That is fair too. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like I have fruit every morning for breakfast of some sort. Sure. And berries are always berries are always the best, especially since grapes count. So, yeah. I love I love I a good grape. My boss today made pickled grapes. Oh yeah really that good really good i don't know what the hell he's planning to use them for but they're really good should we uh get into the second matchup here absolutely because this one is more difficult this is by i agree this is the harder one for sure uh so here in the quarterfinals of the people's choice division this is of course foods that were voted on by listeners uh, as the most exciting ones that we talked about this year in 2020 on the show 2020 <laughs> what year do i think it is <laughs> oh no <laughs> In 2022, rather. Uh, And the two uh, remaining contenders in that bracket, one of whom must be eliminated today, uh, are hot sauce and honey. What are you thinking? See, this is a lot more difficult. And like I said, because because this is where my rationale kind of breaks down. Because (laughs) when you look at hot sauce and honey and you're talking about like which one would cause more like psychic fallout if it vanished from the world, I think they're about 50-50. Sure. Because I really feel like both of them have like adequate replacements, 
Like, I mean, obviously, if you don't have hot sauce, you can just use like hot peppers and pretty much the same sort of dishes. Right. Um, it just changes the texture a little bit. And if you don't, don't have honey, you can use like depending on if it's a recipe, you can use agave or you can use like some other sort of syrup. You can use actual just like sugar. But trying to decide which one has <laughs> given me a lot of like mental struggle. But I think, and so that's why I think I think it does come down to a personal thing in the end because um, I love both. I really love both. I love a good hot sauce, and I use honey all the time. But I think that it comes down to peanut butter. Mm, okay. I think that I think that I could not personally, and this is. <laughs> It's kind of funny to say because one of my partners is allergic to peanuts, so about half the time I can't have them because I don't want to even kill them. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but um, but I think that I would undergo more, you know, distress if I couldn't have a good peanut butter and honey sandwich. Okay. So I wasn't so sure I, where where that thought was going because I was like, well, you could do like peanut hot sauce. You could. You or, definitely could. <laughs> or like, or like in dishes. I mean, like I like like ground nut stew and stuff. So sure. Like I, you can definitely use peanut butter in savory dishes to interesting effect. But yeah, I don't think that I could do without even just that specific use. Just sure. a peanut butter and honey sandwich just is what tips me over to that side. Okay, so you're voting honey. I am. Cause you, cause you make the sandwich and you make sure you make it so that it can sit a few second, few minutes too. So the, so that the honey like sort of makes the bread all crusty and like inside and oh, it's just. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, my, my kids love peanut butter and honey sandwiches. I, I have trouble with honey still. I, uh, I like honey in principle, but sometimes the texture, like I don't, I can't do it. There's a stickiness yeah. to it that like bothers my little like neurodivergent brain and i uh, i can understand that yeah but i, I want to like honey more you know but i appreciate it because my kids love it so I, I totally get yeah. that yeah yeah i think that's where i would have to come down and especially because like again you make that choice and then you just you know use more peppers in your cooking and everything sure yeah okay well that gives us a tie which is exciting because uh, it's been a couple a couple nice. weeks since our last tie, so that's cool. That means that our uh, audience will get to decide the ultimate winner of the People's Choice category. Will it be hot sauce? Will it be honey? I don't know. We'll find well, out. I have to fight them. <laughs> they'll they'll have to be there'll have to be a fight. Yeah, because I because I do follow you all on social media, so I will know and I will fight some people if I have to. And you know, we're not like we're not going to release most of your data to like most people. Like we're never going to release your data to potential sponsors or anything. Like that's not, that's not our vibe. Uh, but we will give a list of everybody who votes for hot sauce to DJ specifically. That's right. I will yeah. chase them down. I mean, some of it, see, I didn't even talk about the bear thing. See, I mean like the whole bear <laughs> thing comes into it too, because bears are irretrievably you know, connected to honey and yeah. I like bears. Sure. Yeah. In both the, you know, in all all means of the world, the word actually, you know, the Winnie Pooh, the Winnie Pooh way, the like actual real bear way, the gay way. I mean, I'm fine, good with all bears. Yeah. So. Well, that's it. I was going to say. Do you gay know, bears like honey? I'm sure I'd imagine they will. So I think most gay bears like honey, but uh, I take exception to that rule. If you identify as a gay bear or bear, like, I mean, because I'm not technically, I'm, I'm queer. I'm not, I don't technically identify as gay because I'm non-binary. Sure. Yeah. Which yeah. I guess is like a, so, but, but still like I'm definitely bear like. Yeah. Well, that's, honey is, that's kind of where I'm at too. Like I'm. I'm, I'm non-binary. I'm not just gay, but I definitely yeah. feel like I, you know, like for me, like, I mean, we can get into this in LGBTQ during the summer if we want to, but like the, <laughs> for me, it's just like, yeah, all the fucking every word, the whole, yeah. give me the whole acronym, just slap it on me, whatever. I'll take it. You know? Absolutely. That's it. I'm like a dartboard for homosexuality. You love a good bear and you gotta love some money. Exactly. Well, and you I, don't have to love some honey, but I mean, in theory. In theory, yeah, yeah. I like the thing about honey is like, for me, it's just a textural thing where like the stickiness I can't handle. But like, yeah, I love the flavor when it's in things. Like, there's this, uh, there's this honey and peach sparkling water that I pick up sometimes. Oh that's yeah, like I think it's yeah, like uh, like some like grocery store brand. It's not like great or anything, but the flavor is fantastic. And like when I get the flavor in something without the stickiness, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honey and tea, there's nothing better than, like, there's no better sweetener for tea than honey. No, absolutely. I just had, like, uh, honey mustard barbecue sauce on some chicken wings, Ooh, and it was yes. spectacular. And, like, there it was sticky, but it was a it was a different kind of sticky, you know? Or there you go, too, on biscuits. I mean, come on. Sure. Honey and biscuits. I mean, we um, we order from churches pretty regularly, almost completely because of their biscuits. So Sure, sure. I love a good biscuit. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're not going to have your biscuits with gravy, you got to have honey. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Gravy is very good too. Yeah, heavier Although though. All of that, I su- <laughs> all of that, I suppose, is you know straying from the you know subject, but still. Sure, but but what you know that that's the the beauty of Munch Madness, right? Is that the things that count as pros and cons for these foods are entirely based on you know what they what the words of the foods themselves bring up in the hearts and minds of the judges. Yeah, that's so. absolutely fair. <laughs> so if biscuits are important, then biscuits are important, you know. The damn well. <laughs> I can understand, like I can understand, like your personal issues with honey. I'm not judging you too much for that, but like anyone who like comes out against biscuits, I would have some issues with. Yeah, well, and and really, if I think about like, if I were to weigh hot sauce the same way that I weigh honey here, and be like, okay, but like, how do I feel about the texture of hot sauce on my skin? I wouldn't feel better about it than I oh, do about that's honey. True. <laughs> that is that is that is absolutely true. So like, really. <laughs> really like i i don't know i think i just eat more hot sauce because i find it easier would, to put into my mouth drip into your eye yeah exactly would you rather take a bath in <laughs> sticky honey or burn your skin and feel bad for like a week it's a hard choice honestly a hard choice both sound bad <laughs> oh my goodness all right well we'll see, see that should be how your that should be how your listeners have to decide if it's coming to a vote then <laughs> each, each of them has to go take a bath in one and the other and then <laughs> That's it. That's the qual. That's the qualification for voting. Exactly, and I mean, really, like listeners, if you feel really passionately about one versus the other and want to like stack the votes in your favor, you could do the People's Choice quarterfinal challenge and bathe in the goop of your fa- of your <laughs> heart. What am I saying anymore? Don't <laughs> don't do this. Don't take a bath in hot sauce. Do go to social media and vote. Yes. Don't yeah. ever do that. No. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Don't do it unless you want views. <laughs> you want to go viral yes. on TikTok. Here's if you want to use TikTok while it's still around. Oh, no. I just heard about that. Do you think by the time this comes out, TikTok will still exist? That's a good question. I mean, it's going to exist, but whether whether it exists for folks down in the States. I actually, um, I read um, an interesting article about whether or not it might actually be better for us in Canada because Canadian creators will actually have a chance to, you know, get noticed so what you're saying is now is the perfect time for me to get on tiktok finally it, it definitely is <laughs> you heard it here first folks you heard it here <laughs> first all right well i won't keep you too much longer before i let you go though i want to give you a chance to uh, tell people about the stuff that you do and where they can find it oh yeah when i am not at my boring day job i make fiction podcasts our um main show right now is a sci-fi series called Moonbase theta out it is very queer it is very anti-capitalist it is very almost done we're halfway through our final season <laughs> um tom appears on it occasionally do. does a does a voice and um our other show is a little hope punk anthology series so each episode is a standalone story called monkey tales um our show our company's monkey man productions so that's why monkey tales and tom um, did an episode of that as well where he narrated a little like D fairy tale thing that i wrote so yeah you can find either of them on any of your podcast apps um our website is monkeymanproductions.com and everything we do in the future is going to be available through there too sweet yeah i love all the stuff you guys do it's it's so nice like i wish that i could make myself produce fiction podcasts in that way because they're there's something really beautiful about a well-told, a well-told, well-produced story. And I think I just like, I can't make myself finish writing a piece of fiction as easily as I can make myself record a like nonfiction podcast. You know what I mean? Like there's kudos, kudos to you for being able to finish creative projects, I guess is what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, you make, you make really public commitments and you get together with other people (laughs) who you're, who you, so so that you feel guilty if you don't work on it. That's the only way anything gets done. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. That's, that's very true of my experience in life. I'm glad that that's, (laughs) that's a universal thing. Oh boy. (laughs) But yeah, very good. If you aren't already familiar with DJ's work, please go check it out. I'll make sure there's links in the description because it's lovely stuff and you deserve some lovely stuff in your life. Uh, anything else you want people to check out social media accounts etc oh no i mean if you find our shows you're gonna find all of our links for other stuff so perfect i think that's pretty good (laughs) sounds good well thanks again for judging i'm uh, excited to see how this uh how this condiment battle shakes out (laughs) i will be watching it's gonna get hot and sticky folks (laughs) and now we're back to the gay bears thing there we go gay bears hot and sticky yum different and the same (laughs) (laughs) 
Bowsie. I was trying to say wowie zowie and also boy howdy at the same time. And what came out was Bowsie. Oh no, Mario, we gotta fight Bowsie. He's <laughs> mean gonna, Bowser. The mean Bowser is kidnapping Princess Pete. Um, berries won. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm berries. so excited. To, and now I want to eat a pint of blueberries in celebration. Don't. I wish I had a pint of blueberries. I'm glad you don't have a whole pint of blueberries. That'd give you bad poops if you. No, ate that. I've been eating a pint of blueberries like every day. How lately. are your poops lately? Fine. So anyway, bl- berries, berries, <laughs> berries moving on to the next round. Berries moving on. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, this is interesting because berries is going to be going up against the winner of the pasta versus rice matchup, <laughs> which is rough. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look that's like. That's going to be if people want a staple or a yummy treat. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's woof. You know, I didn't have a strong like feeling about what I wanted to win, but now I want Berries to win. Sure. Now that Berries has made it this far, I want them to win. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because like, yeah, it's, it's, oh God, the finals are, they're so exciting. The semifinals are coming. <laughs> they're real exciting. They're just year. around the corner. They're so exciting. Yeah. Uh, Something's and of course, coming, something good. <laughs> if I can wait. I don't know what it is, but it is going to be great. Yeah. Speaking of things that are going to be great, we have a tiebreaker, obviously. Hot sauce versus honey. Uh, Matt went hot sauce. DJ went honey. DJ likes some sticky. So we got to uh, we gotta have you guys break that tie. So you can break that tie on our social media at No Bad Food Pod. There will be a poll up until this Friday. So you better vote fast. Get on it. Do it right now. Go yeah. do it right now. While you're at it, follow our social media and do it right now. Do it right now. Don't do be it a, right now. Don't be chicken. Follow our social media. <laughs> Don't be chicken or you'll end up married. That's a threat, folks. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of No Bad Food Munch Madness 2023. Do you want to be part of the conversation? Do you want to vote? Hit us up on the socials at No Bad Food Pod. And you can also follow us individually at Teffer Bear and at Tom Zalatni. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show just a teeny tiny bit better, you can head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod to donate. For as little as $1 a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Gab, Thomas, Anne, Erica, Chantal, Andrew, David, Mallory, Sarah, Nell, and Carol Ann. I switched Andrew and Chantal there somehow. My eyes just jumped over Andrew and then I had to jump back to Andrew. Chantandrew. And it confused me a little bit and threw off my rhythm. Patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show and have their names read, sometimes in a slightly different order than usual. If that's exciting for you, you can go to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpot to make it happen. Again, we want to hit $50 a month this month so we can release our spicy spicy recipe club oh it's spicy we're coming up on 100 episodes wouldn't it be satisfying (gasps) it would be so satisfying if we hit 50 dollars a month by the 100th episode yeah that's a whole half a dollar an episode that would be exciting if we got a half a dollar in new patrons per episode yeah or i mean that's exponential growth we'd be rich two dollars a month in addition to sure. what we currently have? Yeah. A growth of $2? Yeah. I don't hate that idea. I don't hate that. But so, we need hey, a growth of like 25 first. Don't be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll be nice to us. Yeah. Help us get the metrics. We need the metrics. And uh, frankly, uh, we had a, an issue with our uh, hot water tank this week, and we'd love to have a little extra money to help us pay our heating bills. So <laughs> help us out. Because <laughs> uh, I'm real broke. I'm not happy about it. We also have merch, and you can hit the merch link in the description to go all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends at the Podcavern Merch Store. You get a, a sweater to keep you warm when you your heat's a, not working. Yeah, yeah. You can get a you can get a you can get a hot little top for uh, spicy time. Have sex while wearing our logo on your shirt, and then tell us. About- and of course, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice, and by sharing this with a friend. Maybe a friend you want to get spicy and sweet (laughs) ask someone out by sending them this episode hey darren if you're listening to this uh the person who sent it to you really wants to bone down darren who's Darren? i don't know maybe someone listening to this wants to ask out their friend darren fair enough and now we did it for them we did it for them send this to darren chris darren chris Tom really wants to go out with you. Darren Chris, let's go on a date. <sighs> our theme music is by Zach Hot Sticky Bears Ingles, and our cover art is by David, a chicken killed my father, Flam. I'm so sorry, David. I know. Rest in peeps.
Get it? <laughs> you can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but certainly it's not Easter. least, this show was produced by uh, Kanatons Alani and mostly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, not true. This show was produced by Tom Zalatni and Tefra Jemian and edited by Tom Zalatni as part of the Podcaver Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podcavern.com. See you next week. Cheep, cheep. You are. It just takes a little time It takes a little time It takes a little time with me I hope you don't mind We'll take it slow this time No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Tong. I'm Sam. And I'm Laura. And we are... Disney Dummies! Look, we know there are Disney super fans out there, but even the superest of fans could still be Disney dummies. That's why the three of us are on a quest to watch every single animated theatrical release in chronological order. From Snow White all the way to whatever's out right now. We dive into each movie in detail, talking about fun facts, talking about the animation, hit you with some hot takes, our favorite reviews on the internet. We even talk about who fucks. I still can't believe that's an actual segment. So join us every second Wednesday for another episode of Disney Dummies. And Pixar Pals when we finally catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by the fairy tale whimsical depths of the Podcavern. Arcane Ninja RPG tells a story about ninjas and magic by mixing improv and role-playing. Meet our fledgling ninja and fall for them as they take their graduation exam and stumble upon unknown magic that will send them in an epic adventure. Root for them as the dice dictate just how successfully they face the threatening challenges that lay ahead. Binge on published episodes at the Pot Cavern Network or your podcast station of choice. Tune in every other Tuesday for your bi-weekly fix of Arcane Ninja RPG. Thanks for listening! <laughs>